Alrighty. <sighs> okay, so we are now live on YouTube. Let me make sure that I'm that. All right, can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you perfect. Okay, Great. so th that was crazy. <laughs> that was definitely crazy. Uh, you know what? It was worth the effort because this conversation is about to be ridiculously profound. First and foremost, you look amazing. You look amazing. Oh, you too. Thank you so much, <laughs> Pisces. <laughs> you are embodying that Piscean energy. You look amazing. Oh, so, thank you so much. It's that Pisces ability to just make a crazy day look good. <laughs> look halfway <laughs> decent. <laughs> Thanks, sis. So today, um, thank you so much for joining me for episode 18 of the Soul Sanctuary podcast. Um, I wanted to bring you on because we've, we've had quite a few very profound conversations. And I tasked you with coming up with questions to ask me, ask me about sacred sex. I'm, I'm actually pretty bashful about this topic. I don't know if people realize that. And so I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about because I mean, unless someone asks me, I still carry that stigma of like talking about this subject matter, which is right. It's insane because I'm a full grown woman. I have children. I'm married. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason to have shame about talking about that word. <laughs> the three little word, you know, but I get it. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that's what we need to talk about today. Um, yeah. That very topic and the sacred nature mm -hmm. of sacred sex. Um, I know you had some questions that you had prepared. Um, I will let you first and foremost introduce yourself to everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay. I really can't see anyone but you, so I don't know where to look, and that's okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Soul fam, I'm Ocean Lover. Thank you very much for the opportunity and the privilege. Yes. So you guys are hearing Ocean Lover probably for the first time, and I'm... <laughs> The, the the most sultry most amazing voice <laughs> i love <That's> so it sweet. <laughs> too kind i'm i'm setting up my screen to be able to see everyone's comments so if they have any questions for you um or for both of us i'll be able to see it and i'll relay it to you okay um, all right i i'm ready if you're ready i'm ready and you can ask away <laughs> okay okay um, this is a very interesting subject. And as you've said, so many of us just do not speak about this. And I think that um, we do ourselves a disservice when we don't speak about this, because it is important. Not only the um, things that we don't want to see, but the things that we do want to see. So speaking of that, part one of this talk of sacred sex, well, we spoke a lot about what sacred sex is not what sacred relationships are not. So in this part, we're going to talk about what sacred sex is, what sacred relationships are. So let's begin with the basics. Okay. What is the meaning of sacred? Well, for me personally, and, and this definition is going to vary with each person. 
for me, sacred is a relationship with divinity. It mm. is something that must be cultivated, something that mm. must be tended to. And many of us, we find sacred is something that's just like a one-stop thing where once you reach that point, that's it. You don't have to maintain it. You don't have to do anything. It's kind of like you're already there and then that's it. No, right. sacred is an ongoing unfoldment. It's an ongoing eternal blossoming of the self and the soul. Yes. So sacred is a very profound, profound thing. And, and I feel like society at large, even spiritual communities, we've lost sight of the actual essence of what sacred is. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Woo. Ah, that was very powerful. Bam. If you're feeling that, if you like that, feel free to put hashtag sacred in the chat. I like that a lot. So now that we have um, a basic definition or a basic conceptual understanding of sacred, what is the sacred relationship? And what does the sacred relationship look like? Where does the sacred relation, I'm sorry, a sacred relationship begin? Well, a sacred relationship is any type of connection with another being mm. that will help to elevate and further grow your connection with your own divinity. Mm. This is oh. a connection that will challenge you uh, in healthy ways and sometimes in an adversarial way. It depends mm. on the type of learner you are. But a sacred relationship is one that absolutely encourages your growth. Uh, anything that that helps to grow you, whether it's a comfortable growth or a growth that it's it, that very painful, very challenging, struggle filled. If it is growing you, it is a mm. sacred type of connection and relationships can be platonic. They can mm -hmm. be romantic. They can mm -hmm. be familial. Relationship really is not just a sexual thing. It's right. not just a boyfriend, girlfriend thing or girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, you know, whatever it is. It's not mm -hmm. always a romantic thing, but a sacred relationship will always be something that will help to elevate your understanding of yourself, wow. your soul, part of your purpose, um, help you to better define who you are through experiences, not because you're being told but because of what you're experiencing with a person. Mm. Whew. Let me tell you something. If I were in the chat right now, I would have all these fire emojis, but I'm not in the chat right now. So if you're feeling that, can you put fire emojis for me? <laughs> for Ocean Lover, can somebody do that for me? <laughs> a lot of people that are is... putting hashtag sacred for you. They're, they're I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. And I have to tell you something too, because I never really thought about adversarial relationships even being sacred. I know that they grow us, but this is really helping to expand my understanding and my embracing of the word sacred, because you're right. Ultimately, it grows us, right? It's beautiful. So let me see. I think this is a question that so many are waiting for. Y'all got y'all don't have your children in the room, right? <laughs> All right. So now the question: What is sacred sex? Ooh, <laughs> <It's a big laughs> question. 
Girl, it's a wall of fire right now. Hey. It's a wall of fire. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, for me personally, and, and I like to preface this with that phrase, for me personally, because yes. I want to emphasize that the definition is not absolute. Absolutely. We have the right as sovereigns to define this concept in whatever ways most healthy for us. Yes. So yes. For me personally, um, Sacred sex is an awareness of the activity of having the power to create. Mm. We're either going to be creating a new life, which mm. let's face it, heterosexual sex leads to new life being formed eventually. You know, yeah. at some point, that's, that's what it was created for. And at some point, that is what it will do. It will create a brand mm -hmm. new human being. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not just that, though. That's not the only form of creation. Mm. When we have sacred sex with an individual, we are opening ourselves to the potentiality of creating a new life with another person. Oh. Mm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was the original intent um, to be able to bond, to mm. merge, even momentarily in a physical manner. You are becoming a new being. It is oh. a synergistic type of action. Yes. Well, that was yes. the original intent, right? The, the, the original intent was the act of synergy. Yes. Two components yes. coming together to create an even more profound whole, an mm. even more divine whole. And in this act of synergy, we are developing an awareness prior to and during the actual intimate act of connection. Mm. And this is us merging our energies with another individual. Mm. This is the commingling of our awareness of ourself and of the other. And when it is sacred, mm. it increases our energy and it helps us to tap into the cosmic energies. And that unfolds into the sacred feminine and divine masculine. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I am so curious at this point, Emmy, I can't see the chat, but I am so interested and curious as to how many of us were expecting any of this. Like how many of us were expecting to go this deeply, even at this point? How many of us really have taken the time or even have considered thinking about sacred sex in this aspect, in this regard. Yes, everyone in the comments, if, if you are here to better understand sacred sex and you weren't expecting it to go that deep that fast, mm. please do. Hashtag dive deeper. Thank you, Lindsay. If you wanna dive even deeper into this subject, if you wanna ask mm -hmm. more questions, Hashtag dive deeper. Put it in the comments and we will go much deeper. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. Now you touched on so many things, so many things that I didn't even expect. And um, we even got towards the emotional, the spiritual, so many different aspects. Now this is kind of off kilter, but it's still, it's still related. I love music. From what I gather, you do too. And you 
um, like most people out there have most likely heard the song Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye, right? Divine Peace to His Soul. It's a very popular song. Here's what I want to know though. Do you think that sex has the power to heal? Sacred sex, do you think that it has the um, power to heal? In addition, are you familiar with Seminole and Ovarian Kung Fu? If so, uh, any of these things, any or all of these things elaborate where and how you wish. So first and foremost, frequency comes in different forms. Mm. It can be audible. It mm. can be energetic. It mm. can be visual. Mm. Uh, it can be a whole bunch of different things. We have sacred mm. geometry, which is a formation of frequency, the mm. forms that frequency creates. Now, what is music? It's allowing spoken word to take on its true form, which is poetry in motion. That's what mm. a song is, mm. poetry in motion. Poetry what you do day to day, you live, right? You create for yourself day to day. When yes. you are the act of sacred sex, it's the same thing as poetry in motion, which is a song. Mm. Songs have the power to do so many different things for us. They evoke memories. Mm -hmm. It said that, that sound as well as smell, those two things can yeah. bring back memories that are so, so old, so long ago, but you feel it as though it just happened. Yes. And so yes. that sound sexual healing, oh my gosh, the message of that. Oh, the message of that. Mm -hmm. What we have turned into something that is very almost parasitic, something yeah. that has lost its divinity, lost mm -hmm. its purpose, it absolutely still maintains the capacity to help heal us. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You know, what, when you are able to connect with someone in a way that is on a more divine level, where it's not mm -hmm. simply the act of fornication, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, oh my goodness, you rediscover parts of yourself that you forgot existed. Mm, wow. To reach higher levels of that dimensional consciousness. Wow. Now you asked me about Seminole and Ovarian Kung Fu. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's a, you know, it sounds like a funny type of term, but it's actually mm. something so ridiculously profound. Mm. Um, first, Kung Fu. Kung means skillful, skillful work, right? Mm. That's what the meaning of the word Kung is. Fu is about time spent. Time mm. spent on skillful work. Now, when you're spending time on skillfully building that sexual energy, which is a creation energy, that's the commingling yes. of two shaktis, yeah. creating oh. a totality, right? Mm. Mm. Um, you are absolutely positioning yourself to amplify frequency through the learning to control your sexual energy, sexual mm. activity. This mm. has a lot to do with withholding that um, uh, ejaculation, basically. Mm -hmm. um, it said that men in particular, they lose much of their energy, their power when they ejaculate. Mm -hmm. okay, when, when they release their seed, they are losing much of that energy. This mm -hmm. is why warriors sometimes in, in the ancient past and even mm -hmm. sometimes in um, the more intense type of sports, mm -hmm. contact sports especially, um, there is this running conversation of you should withhold, you shouldn't mm -hmm. 
you know, release that. That's pent up aggression, pent up energy. And th that's the more animalistic form mm -hmm. of this energy, the aggression, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but it's still energy. It is still mm -hmm. creative, powerful energy. Yeah. And yeah. when you hold that, that doesn't necessarily mean you don't orgasm. Yeah. When you learn to cultivate and learn your body, the way your body functions, the places of pleasure, those erogenous zones, mm -hmm. I mean, you could absolutely orgasm without ejaculation. Mm. And that's what the seminal and ovarian kung fu is. Mm. It's about accumulating that sacred sexual energy. And when you do that, it increases your frequency, which helps you to punch through any type of frequency walls, frequency barriers mm. to reach higher levels of dimensional consciousness. The higher your resting frequency, the more able you are to connect, to tap into your clairs, your mm. clairsentience, clairvoyance, clairaudience, all of those clairs. You can mm. tap into that. It's a lot easier to astrally project if, if you like to astrally project. Um, there's just so many different things. You can use it to transmute these mm. energies, perceptions, yeah. to transcend. I yes. mean, what's more powerful than transcendence? Exactly. Exactly. So you have the transmuting, the transmutation, you have the transformation, and you have the transcendence. I love that combination. Uh, I really do. Oh, my goodness. Now... Fam, was that deep? <laughs> was that deep? I want to know, was that deep? And if that was deep, you do realize that we're not even halfway into the interview, right? We're not even halfway into the conversation. So I would like to know from the chat, how many of you want to dive even deeper? Ooh. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to find my bravery. I'm going to find my courage and we'll go as deep as y'all want to go. You know, wow. we'll go as deep as you guys want to go. <laughs> um, Lisa asked, is that why foreplay is so important? The withholding building up to. So human foreplay is more about teasing. It's more mm. about activating and acclimating you to a heightened touch. Mm. And that's what foreplay is about. That's what it is for. Um, you can see uh, that seminal kung fu, seminal ovarian kung fu and um, tantric sex as like spiritual foreplay. Uh, now, spirit doesn't necessarily have to have that physical act of ejaculation. Mm. And that's what we need to understand. Um, a lot of that uh, foreplay has a lot to do with the activation of your sensitivity to all of your receptors. Mm. Now, if it's wow. you in, in an erogenous zone, I mean, you know, there's there's areas on me that are not, I, I'm usually very covered up, right? Usually long sleeves, full pants. I'm very rarely fully exposed. And my husband can kiss me in a specific spot that is exposed, which is like, what well, I mean, really what's left? <laughs> my hands and my neck, you know, there's not much that's exposed on me on a day to day. Mm -hmm. And he can kiss me in a specific spot and I will feel all of my receptors fire up. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's deep. 
and just one one little innocent peck and everything fires up. Wow. <laughs> now that is that's really something. Wow. Hmm. So I don't know if I'm ready to dive deeper, girl. You have already gotten so deep. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can only doggy paddle. <laughs> so you know what? We're gonna do it though, because I think the soul fam wants to do it. And I think it's good for all of us. So audience, soul fam, the last hashtag was dive deeper, right? But if you're ready for an even deeper dive, feel free to type deeper dive in the chat. Hashtag deeper dive. Oh Ooh. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, we're finding our, our bravery today. Uh, we are. We are. And pardon me if I get this term wrong. I hope you know what I mean. But if not, then I can give you more information on what I remember from it. So on last week's episode, you mentioned the concept of projectile catalyst. What exactly is a projectile catalyst? And is there a counterpart to that? So a projectile catalyst, it's basically the pressure injection into a sacred port. Mm. Uh, you're pressure injecting energy that catalyzes your ascension mechanics. Wow. Yes. So project projectile catalyst is a neutral thing. It's not mm -hmm. positive. It's not negative. Okay. It's totality. Oh, right? wow. It's like receiving components that take you into a space of totality. Mm. Um, the male portion of that, you know, semen has 23 chromosomes, I believe it is. Mm. And then the female egg has the other half, right? And it's this thing of you are receiving that necessary component to bring into a totality that moment, that experience. Mm. It has everything to do with ascension mechanics. And it is something that although it's energetic in nature, it can be accomplished through sexual act. Um, with this, uh, you can be very casual in your sexual encounters. I, I'm totally not trying to shame anyone or trying to encourage any type of um, lifestyle. But mm -hmm. the thing is, even if you are very casual, uh, you know, you don't want to build any type of connections. Uh, you're not in it for a relationship. You're not mm -hmm. into monogamy. Perfectly fine. But with the um, with the concept of the projectile catalyst, they are pressure injecting into a sacred space. Mm -hmm. Sacred space gives direct access. Mm -hmm. to Port, a spiritual port that will allow for the um, dispersion of all of that energy immediately through your ah. energetic field. Oh, it is a crystal seal that basically it's it's like at the top, at the fundus, the top of mm. your uterus. And typically, when you know, and it, it can be any size um, male that male component being inserted that has direct access to that port. Mm. And as the semen is ejected, what ends up happening is that goes directly, directly to this crystal seal. Because, wow. you know, what does the semen do? It swims. 
Mm. It's pressure injected, it's shot out, and then it swims. And as you're having this activity, the mm -hmm. organic female response is to produce a type of lubrication that is hospitable mm. to semen. It facilitates the swimming and the spread of the semen into the woman's womb, right? And so all of this, this is all part of the grand design. Yes. You can be as casual as you want, emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, energetically. This is not a casual act. Mm -hmm. It's just not. And it has a lot yeah. to do with the projectile catalyst function of that physical act. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know how many were expecting that. I know that I was not. I was not. And, and speaking of swimming, we are definitely diving deep, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Wow. My goodness. So in, in your... Um, in the last question, in your answer, we kind of got more into yin and yang, you know, the last couple of questions. Can you explain the concept of yin and yang? Well, for me personally, yin and yang is nothing but opposing polarities on the mm -hmm. same plane of existence. Mm. And because they're on the same plane of existence, their opposing polarities mm -hmm. creates uh, a complementary existence to each other. So it's not necessarily that opposites attract, and that's what mm -hmm. yin is. It's mm -hmm. that they are simply two halves of one whole. Mm -hmm. Now, each component is whole in itself. Mm -hmm. But when you bring it together, it creates the yin-yang, which has a very profound, profound meaning. Um, mm -hmm. the opposing positioning actually creates the movement. Mm -hmm. uh, when you put two magnets, and you can get them to swirl around each other. You can get them to orbit. And that's mm -hmm. the movement that leads to the growth because each position has a different strength. And that mm. different strength is what can better complete and support the weakness of the other. Wow. So in spiritual, um, spiritual type of teaching, you know, modern spirituality, uh, we are basically being programmed to believe we need to find someone who is exactly like us. Mm. Why would you want that? So mm. you're both weak in the same areas? Mm. How are you going to do that? Mm. Um, if you take a look at my personal relationship, one of the most profound relationships I have ever had in my entire life, mm. we are so similar, but we are also so polar opposite in so many mm. ways. And wow. opposing positioning on that same plane of existence that causes my husband to be able to teach me through his existence mm. and place in my life about things that I wouldn't, I could never possibly understand on my own. Wow. I just, I couldn't because I don't have that type of mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have that type of energy. And he mm -hmm. helped me to learn this by simply existing. Oh, yeah. That is profound. That is profound. Guys. How are you taking this? How are you taking all of these, all of these things? How are you taking this? I would like to know. I mean, what is our soul fam saying about this conversation? They're all saying deeper dive. <laughs> hey, they want to go deeper. They want to go deeper. You want to go deeper. Okay. <laughs> all right. 
Mary so that's, has that's, a question. Uh, she's yeah. asking, are UTIs, urinary tract infections, caused by frequency incompatibility? Mm. So this kind of touches into that um, projectile mm. type catalyst, okay? Mm. When I was talking about the pressure injection. Mm. So the active sex will pressure... Um, the pressure of it, the friction, the rubbing, the rubbing, and all of those juices, for lack of a better word, <laughs> all of those juices um, are causing certain types of um, normally benign bacterias that exist on our skin to enter mm. into the urethra, okay? Mm. And this is the same thing. We are allowing unknown variables to enter into our body. Mm. Purge that out uh, in the case of UTIs. If you don't urinate immediately after, mm. go ahead and, and complete the act with another person, that's mm. in your bladder. And that mm. can cause UTIs. Um, there's also the frequency incompatibility portion where uh, their pH is not compatible with yours. Mm. Uh, there's so many different components. Mm. But... I think it has a lot to do with understanding who you are and are not compatible with uh, mm -hmm. what certain things you can and cannot allow in your life, you know, whether that's interactions, whether that's them having any place in your life at all, um, mm -hmm. how intimate those interactions are. It can cause infectious type conditions energetic mm -hmm. as well as physiological. You know, it's so interesting that you said that because I have a question, but you basically have answered so much of it. I wanted to know, I wanted to take a deeper dive into the exchange itself, the physiological, energetic, and or esoteric aspects of sex. I wanted to know what happens during sacred sex, but you've been answering that for the whole time, <laughs> for the whole time. So I tell you what, it seems like our audience can handle a deeper dive. What do you think? They, they definitely can. They are, they are fully engaged. I see quite a few comments that they love your voice. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You all are too sweet. <laughs> thank you. So um, we kind of touched on this, but Let's dive a little deeper, right? In our society, and many societies in our modern time, the concept of instant gratification seems to be more of the rule than the exception. On this end of the spectrum, there are norms such as casual dating, flash dating, the hookup culture, etc. In your observation, what, if any, impact does this have on um, emotional and sexual intimacy? Ooh. Ooh, that programming was intentional. Mm. It was intentional. Now, you mm. all know how I feel about the whole twin flame topic. <laughs> uh -oh. ties into that. Yeah. Twin flame concept is a real thing. Mm -hmm. My disdain for the topic is how society has further muddled the yeah. topic, the subject yeah. itself. So with all of those programs that you mentioned, the flash dating, casual dating, hookup culture, side mm -hmm. piece type, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> link, well, all these different terms that, that romanticize um, 
the reality of what's going on, which is they've removed the divinity with an intimacy. Okay? Yeah. The divinity yeah. of it, the sacredness of that sexual encounter, that connection mm. has mm. been removed. It's become yeah. a very casual thing. Uh, and, you know, that, that's sad. It also created a counterculture to the divine relationship. Mm. Uh, how many times have we heard in pop culture, in other subcultures, if a man shows his devotion to a woman, he's a simp? Oh, yes. I, oh. <laughs> I have something against that so strongly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, I had someone, uh, a family member, joking, of course. Uh, you know, my husband absolutely caters to me. He, he adores me. He takes As he should. Right. And mm -hmm. um, a, a relative, joking again, was like, oh, don't, don't be a simp. And I mean, it takes a real masculine man yes. to be able to be like, no. Nah, yeah. I'm a yeah. <laughs> and it has zero shame about it. I was just like, mm. <laughs> that's right it's, it's just this attack on the divine union the sacred yes and they knew the twins were coming you mm. know actual twin pairs are actually very rare much rarer than mm. realize mm. but they knew that these sacred unions were coming mm. and one of the first ways they went ahead and destabilized all of us as a society, mm. all of us. First, they attack the family unit. Mm, yes. Most family units, after a certain generation, are single parent. Yes. Right? That's not a mm -hmm. bad thing, you mm -hmm. know, but that's a difficult thing. How yeah. could a single parent ever possibly um, be able to provide the full gambit of uh, nurturing? If mm -hmm. you it's true. Right? Yeah. You have to be so focused on the human needs, the rent, yeah. utilities, the food. Mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. Kids are not cheap. They mm -hmm. are not mm -hmm. cheap. And so as the single parent is basically crushed by the weight of existence, mm -hmm. um, the, the important things that aren't so tangible kind of fall to the wayside because really you have yeah. no option. Yeah. Nurturing. Uh, how can a single parent who is working two jobs, mm -hmm. how can you come home and cook this wonderful meal and sit down with the kids and how was your day and, and read them a bedtime story, you mm -hmm. know, after you've helped them with homework, like that's a luxury. Mm. At this point, that's a luxury. Mm. So when you grow up that way, and, and some single parents are able to do this, you know, mm -hmm. some single mm -hmm. parents, but they're all into it mm -hmm. uh, and it, it crushes them more. But mm. for them, it's more important for the children to have all of this, right? Yeah, um, yeah. You are one of the single parents that, you know, the reality is, again, the pressure of doing all of this on your own has crushed you and you haven't been able to um, nurture to the degree that you wish you could. Mm -hmm. um, the children who grow up in that environment, are they're not necessarily broken, mm -hmm. but it does send a very powerful message of sacred relationships are not real sacred unions are impossible those are stories yes, and so I, I don't deserve that you know if, mm. if my mother or my father who worked so hard to provide for me did not have that i don't deserve that 
Mm. And it, it created this entire snowball effect. So mm. they did that. And the, after they had, you know, a couple of generations who were subjected to that, the unfairness mm -hmm. of the instability. Mm -hmm. um, then they introduced the whole casual sex, like mm. liberation, all mm. of these things like, oh, you're a, I, I've been I was called a prude when I was a teen. I was just like, it's okay. Me too. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, you know? That's right. Yeah, I feel you. And um, a lot of that was pushed on everyone. Hypersexualization mm -hmm. of people who are still children. Grown yes. children, but still children. Still children, yeah. From teenage years all the way to mm -hmm. the 20s. Um, and, and now it's, it's not uncommon for someone who's barely in their teens to have lost their virginity. Yeah. It's not common for for people to, as children, be groomed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Topics, but it, it's had Ooh, a very, very right. effect. You mm -hmm. know, it's created the position of the sacred feminine and the divine masculine. In oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, all of these things, all of these things. I'm even thinking. I am hoping that in some of the episodes to come, some of these things that we're speaking about right now, we can continue, not necessarily me and you, but hopefully it can continue to be discussed because these things are so important. You touched on so many things and I can almost guarantee that a lot of people in the audience can feel you. I can feel you on so, so many of those things that you spoke on. It's like, mm. Yeah, I think, I think we need more of this. We need more of this. So beautiful. You know, <laughs> I have a question, a follow-up question, but I so want to ask you about the divine masculine and divine feminine. Oh, it's the question after this one. So just hold tight for me because I wanna, I wanna go back into that. So on the opposite side now of instant gratification, there is the delayed gratification, the concept of delayed gratification. On this side of the spectrum, there are norms such as tantric sex, extended um, sexual orgasm, also known as ESO, um, fusion of the five elements, etc. So what, if any impact, do you think this has on emotional and sexual intimacy? Mm. Those practices are profound, mm. first and foremost. I, I can pretty much guarantee not many people in the comments will even know what those are. Maybe mm. you've heard of tantric sex, but you don't really know what it is. Mm -hmm. It's some like esoteric something, spiritual mm -hmm. sex something. Mm -hmm. You know, the ESO, that extended sexual orgasm. We're like, well, that sounds good, but what is mm -hmm. it? You know, right. and, and fusion of the five elements. I'm, I'm pretty certain no one's heard of that. Mm. <laughs> These are all very, very profound practices. Mm -hmm. Why are they profound? Because they encourage the exploration of and the celebration mm. as it rises into a spiritual flow. And wow. practice anything that has the potential to raise the human experience into a spiritual one is by definition transcendence. Wow. To transcend is to go from using that limited human language and to very seamlessly enter into a space of singing the songs of soul. And that's mm. what you know, where you're, you're just 
savoring every note, the melodies, how the different instruments come together. And what are our parts? Instruments that create an orchestra when played by the right player, right? Wow. Wow. I'm telling you, I would not be saying any of this if you weren't asking me things, you know? <laughs> You know, I'm telling you, there's a reason that I'm on this side of the screen and not the other side of the screen. There's a reason that I'm not in the chat because my fingers would probably have all types of stiffness from typing snip quotes so much. There are so many quotables. Guys, if you are out there and you are especially drawn to something that Emmy has said, Put the quotable in the chat for us. We love to see that. Even if you put snip quote in a brief description of what captured you, what really captivated you, we love to see that as moderators. I love to see that as just a viewer, even if I weren't a moderator. I love to see that because the, the profound, the levels of, oh, it's just, I love it. <laughs> and I appreciate it. And let's let, let's let our soul fam know that we really, we really appreciate the the um the investment of energy and time into all of this this is very important so thank you very much for this emmy and thank you very much for this soul fam this is really great wow so all right we're gonna go back a little bit and i have my handy dandy um computer right here my handy dandy tablet <laughs> all right so since we have discussed the concept of yin and yang, I like to stay in that area for just a bit if that's okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. So I think that so many of us see the term divine feminine and divine masculine being used so much, so much. My questions, one of my questions is this, is one, by virtue of being a female or a male respectively, a divine feminine or a divine masculine? Just what is the divine feminine? What is the divine masculine? Because I see that so much in some of the most toxic people. <laughs> Love to call themselves divine feminine, divine masculine. And that's just my observation. That's my personal opinion. But I want to know what really is the divine feminine? What really is the divine masculine? So by virtue of living in a physicality here on earth because of the nature of the phase locked frequencies a lot of the tampering that was done to the planetary grid the laws of reciprocal reflection causing that to be involved inside us uh, mm. what i'm trying to say is we live in a very convoluted world mm. everything is upside down what right is wrong what's wrong is right yes. and you are convinced to believe the polar opposite of what you actually need Oh, right so that's first and foremost yes <laughs> makes sense right divine Speak it. you know a sacred feminine and divine masculine do not tell you they are it's very mm. rare for them to identify as that mm. simply witness them and you identify them as that yeah, I remember, um and, and this kind of it's a little bit of a tangent, but I remember years ago, someone had an issue with me on social media mm. because 
people in their audience, they had a really big audience, right? People mm. in their audience were categorizing me as a high priestess. I don't mm-hmm. even categorize myself as a high priestess. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Y'all are just making drama. I didn't know myself. And that was the thing was that I didn't need to involve myself. Mm. It wasn't a mislabeling of myself. Mm. People were witnessing me and identifying me as that after observing me. You witness a sacred feminine and a divine masculine. You just know that's what they are, even if you don't know those terms. Yes. Wow. People who have a tendency to use those terms are doing so as a fake elevation. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. finish. They Mm. don't feel what they need to feel inside Mm. and it creates this externalization of that insecurity and they'll Mm. make the labeling. It's basically makeup for the soul, you know, improperly Mm. applied makeup for the soul. I don't even look good. Wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, that's basically, you know, when you see and hear people using those terms and you're like, oh my gosh, but you're so toxic. Just Mm. remember that. Don't, Don't take it in. We don't have to understand the way their heart functions. Mm-hmm. When I don't understand the way someone's heart or mind functions, instead of trying to understand if they're toxic, mm-hmm. I instead remind myself to feel gratitude because I don't like have it. that heart or mindset. Oh, I don't like understand that because I'm not like that, you know? And I just have gratitude for not being toxic and just keep it moving. So, wow. For the actual terms, sacred feminine and divine masculine, we Mm -hmm. have within all of us, each Mm -hmm. of us have both the genders, spiritual genders, Mm. okay? And what those terms mean, it has more to do with a person's self-identification and soul level. Okay. It has to do with the juxtapositioning of whoever is around you and Mm. how you feel. So Mm. the thin flame thing. Um, I have a very masculine energy. Okay, mm-hmm. I look feminine, but I have a very masculine energy. And I get it completely. In, yeah, <laughs> when you sit and like kind of observe me, it's like, oh, she don't really act like a woman. She don't really act like a, but she's a woman. But mm-hmm. that's weird. I don't know how to make make sense of it. It's because mm-hmm. my energy is masculine. Mm-hmm. Now, with my energy being as masculine as it is, as mm-hmm. it is, when you juxtaposition me with my divine counterpart, a twin. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely the feminine. Mm-hmm. There's no questions. I am the feminine. Mm-hmm. That is an ultra masculine type energy. Mm-hmm. And when I say ultra masculine, what I'm talking about is the archaic positioning and role of the masculine. This mm-hmm. elevation in power and brute force uh, ability in wow. order to protect the sacred feminine. Oh, I like that. I love that. Because the sacred feminine is really the living temple from which life comes. Oh, profound. Snip flow. Snip flow. <laughs> Somebody snip flow for me. <laughs> Ooh. Really what it is. That, that's how we were created. That men yeah. are important in our lives, ladies. Yes, yes. Absolutely. When we continue to tear them down, when we continue Mm-mm. to weaponize our sacredness, uh, that yes. doesn't help the masculine to heal. Mm-mm. And the masculine needs our help to heal yes. so that they can help lift us back to our proper Oh, place. love it. And love it. Oh, 
face beside you, yes. shoulder to shoulder. Yes, yes. One elevated, and you know, it, that's that's human concept. No, we are codependent in that yeah. we need each to continue our species, regardless mm. of who you identify as. You know, mm-hmm. so that's irrelevant to the conversation. Mm-hmm. You need that other component in order to procreate. Yes. Oh my goodness. There are so many things, two things I want to talk about just from that. Wow. (laughs) The first thing is Soul Fam in the audience, in the chat. Have you had any aha moments during this chat? If so, can you type hashtag aha moment and just kind of describe your aha moment? My second thing is, Emmy, did you feel that as you said that, as you spoke about the the proper place of masculine and the feminine and the respect between us, you know, did you feel something? Was it just me? Because, you know, it could be me, but I just felt something. Did you feel anything? So as I was speaking that divine truth, um, what ended up happening was I just for that moment, just for that message, ceased to be Emmy and instead became the vocal cords that the masculine breath uses. Oh. The female is the vocal cord and the masculine is the breath. Wow. The female will control the expression Mm. of that. So in that moment, what you felt was me entering into a state of totality. Oh, masculine and feminine working cohesively together. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Hashtag whatever you feeling, hashtag whatever you are feeling, please hashtag it. (laughs) I can only imagine the rainbow of hashtags right now. Because even there is a rainbow of hashtags within me right now. There's so many different things that I'm feeling. And I am loving this. This is so beautiful. I I don't see energy. In, in the, you know, with my physical eyes like you so much and like some people here, but I can only imagine what my energy is doing because I'm just really, this is just, oh my gosh, this conversation, this is beautiful. We all needed this. We, we all need this. Speaking of that, um, I know that Lindsay Synergistic is in the chat doing her thing. I know she is and I always see her talking about expanding the reach here. And I support that so much. Like um, even this chat, people really need to know, even if they don't know, they need to know. If you share it with them, what's, what can they do? They could either look at it or they won't, you know? But if you feel led to share this, damn, please share this link. This is This is just, beautiful. Please always share the link. You know how I say, so try. Please like, share, and subscribe. All right. I'm going to get back on topic. (laughs) All right. So um, we did speak on the question of semen retention. Um, So we did even speak on some benefits of semen retention. What do you think are some potential benefits and even disadvantages of abstinence? Honestly, I don't see any disadvantage of Mm -hmm. Mm abstinence. I I don't see any. You can't Mm -hmm. damage yourself. Um, 
by withholding your energy, mm. by keeping it for yourself, for your healing, mm. for your stability, mm. um, for all of that. Like there's mm. no negatives to it. Mm. Um, it might cause you to feel frustrated, but that's unrecognized potential. Wow. Really applying that energy. You mm. are trying to hold on to a human concept of mm-hmm. a need to regularly um, spill your energy. Wow. And you're, that's going to cause frustration. That's going to cause, cause aggression, mm. right? Do you want to be docile or do you want to be creative? Oh, love it. Right? Love it. <laughs> because really, I mean, I'm not a man, but, you know, is it, is it a, a common thing for men after they spill their seed, are you just like super relaxed and I just want to chill, right? You want a sandwich and you want to chill and you want just like, you feel good now, mm. right? That's docile nature. You're becoming mm. docile in that. Instead of using that energy to create, and I'm not saying you should never spill your seed. I'm mm-hmm. saying be intentional in mm. what you're doing. Ooh. Very, very intentional. You know, if it's time for you to release, um, be sure what you're releasing and why. If mm. it's just for immediate gratification, I mean, how many times have you done that immediate gratification thing? Not just for your sexual, um, sexual topics, activities, mm. but just immediate gratification, only to realize, God, I should have waited. I could have got something mm. better. Wow. You know, you, oh, you bought a car. And it's a used car and you were just like, I just, I got to get a car. I got to get a car. Mm. And then a week later, you're like, oh my God, this is my dream car for the price I want. Wow. But I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Mm. some of the benefits for the mental health, uh, and you can find this, um, you can find these types of lists online. Um, So mental health, more confidence and self-control. Um, people that I know that have been abstinent for quite some time, um, they then (laughs) 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 hashtag don't call me out. (laughs) 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 Too much information. (laughs) So what I've seen is they've become more confident and more Mm. self-controlled. You Mm. know, it's it's this thing of. Um, they're realizing that they're not necessarily uh, dependent on someone else. Mm. You know, like they can maintain their own, they're, they're mm. fine. Mm. Eventually, you know, people will want a companion just because it's right. nice to have someone. But now you've, you've experienced, you don't need one. You want mm-hmm. one. And so you're right. not at all, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Less anxiety and depression. Oh, um, said, and, and this is one of the other benefits, that especially when men withhold their seed, it increases the levels of testosterone. Mm-hmm. So many men, because of epigenetics, uh, they've been emasculated chemically mm-hmm. as well as emotionally and mentally. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, you're not allowed to show aggression. You're not allowed to this. You're not allowed to that. Um, we take a look at Will Smith. I mean, I don't really support what he did. Right. But you know, we want a man who will protect us, defend mm. us, fight for our honor. That's what he did. Again, I don't agree with what he did, but everyone got on him about that. Mm. You know, so society is programmed 
to have us want that like uber masculine who will defend us chivalry and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we see it play out, we're like, oh, no, no, that's bad. Mm. Toxic. Mm. I don't know. You know, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of things that, um, that retention can do. It can mm-hmm. increase your sense of, of um, motivation. You know, mm-hmm. it can help to increase your memory, your concentration, your cognition, because so many people have become dependent on adult, um, adult film content, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. really, what do you do if you're going to watch adult film content? You're going to regularly make it a mission to spill your seed, further mm-hmm. lowering, affecting your testosterone levels, you know, all of these different things, right? Mm-hmm. Physically, um, muscle growth tends to occur when you have higher levels of testosterone, mm. um, thicker hair, you know, the quality of your voice, everything, everything. Um, spiritually, it deepens your relationships. Um, you tend to be happier. Uh, and when you're happier, your energy tends to be much more stable. Mm. There's, I mean, there's, I don't see any negatives to withholding your seed, I, like at all. I don't see any negatives to abstinence. It's just really, what are you willing to do for your health? Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. Damn. This, I I don't even know. I don't even know why I'm on the other side of her right now because I don't even have the words. (laughs) Look, I got some questions in front of me and I feel like I don't even have the words. Wow, profound. My goodness. Um, so as we near the end of our time, I'd like to ask a few thoughts on a few more things. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's say parents, let's take it to parents, right? If parents were to ask you for your insight regarding, um, speaking to their children about sex, what are some things that you might share with them? Now they came to you, you're not over there you know, giving your unsolicited <laughs> two cents. <laughs> That's a hard one. Um, I think first and foremost, the most important thing um, is to not impress upon your kids your own conflict and shame about your sexuality, mm, about you know, your sexual nature. Um, you know, obviously it has to be age appropriate, mm-hmm. um, but we have to remove that shame we have mm-hmm. to be open with communication. Mm. We have to talk early and often with our children. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, um, you know, my, my kids know their anatomical body parts, mm-hmm. the anatomical names for their body parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a wee wee, you know, that's a penis. Right. You know? um, mm-hmm. There's been times where, you know, when my children were toddlers, Obviously, they never leave you alone, right? Mm-hmm. They, they just don't. You, they always mm-hmm. want to be around you, which is fine. But when you're, you know, trying to use the bathroom and some little hands open the door and I'm <laughs> standing there and they're like, you know, and I, I, I distinctly have this memory. Um, I was asked, I forget which one of my sons asked me. They're like, where's your penis? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't have one. I have a vagina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I was developing in grandma's uterus, um, my chemicals created an internal penis. Mm. So my body part is inside. And mm-hmm. it's mm. 
was like, oh, they don't have a water gun. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nope, nope, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, there's, there's no shame. Um, yeah. It's just one of those things. And that's one of the things that I'm very grateful about uh, mm-hmm. in the way that I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no shame in the body. It was kind of Good. like my mom's getting dressed and you walk in. I mean, she's getting dressed. Mm-hmm. It's gross. It's just, you know, if you don't want to see her naked because it's uncomfortable for you personally, mm-hmm. knock on the door. You don't just barge in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, you know, the start of it is not teaching that shame about your body. Yeah. My kids know um, because, you know, the older ones watched me breastfeed. They know we all have nipples. Mommy's breasts are different than mm-hmm. daddy's because of mm-hmm. the size. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all have mammary glands that mm-hmm. help to produce milk, uh, you know, and, and that's what breasts are made for. There's yeah. no shame in it. It's more yeah. of like what I've taught them, my husband and I have taught them, is about age appropriateness. Yes, yes. You know? It's not the shame of sex. It's that, mm-hmm. okay, for your age, is this mm-hmm. a proper level of maturity that's necessary to understand the content? Mm-hmm. You no? Know? Okay, so maybe you shouldn't watch that, you know? And mm-hmm. there's times where we'll watch movies together and there will be kissing or whatever. And, you know, my younger ones will be like, can you like fast forward that? This <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, fast forward it, you know? So mm-hmm. About age appropriateness. Yes, yes. Um, another thing is that a lot of times for adults, we don't mm-hmm. allow our children to witness mm-hmm. a healthy, intimate touch, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, we make it something taboo. And if your child mm-hmm. happens to be rebellious, mm-hmm. then they will seek out what you have made taboo. Yeah, my children have seen their dad kiss me on the cheek, kiss me mm-hmm. on the lips. They've mm-hmm. seen him my butt, and they're like, "Oh, you're so gross." <laughs> <laughs> it's an age-appropriate thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, they don't like mm-hmm. that, and so you know, there's been times where my husband will say, "Well, when you have someone, you probably will do that too," mm-hmm. like that. Um, mm-hmm. Really allowing our children to be who they are. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things going on right now with mm-hmm. uh, gender identity. Mm-hmm. A lot of confusion going on right mm-hmm. now. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it's my place to tell anyone what their gender is. Mm-hmm. But I will say there's a lot of programs that are going on, both yeah. genetics as well mm-hmm. as social conditioning, that mm-hmm. will really work to convince your child that they are broken somehow yeah. and that they are identifying as the wrong gender yeah. During a period where really all of us don't know who we are when we're like right. 10, 11, right. 12, 13, all the way up to teens, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the healthiest thing when your child comes to you about topics that are sexual in nature, whether it's mm-hmm. sexual identity, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um, we have to not allow our fear, our personal conflict, and our personal shame yeah. to impress upon our children. We have to do what we can to make sure they don't inherit oh. that shame and guilt that we did from our parents. So true. So true. Yeah. Wow. In the chat, if you feel comfortable sharing, if you're a parent and this was helpful to you, this question right here was helpful to you, or even if you have 
nieces or nephews, any any child that um, may have come to you or you may want to be able to speak to, if you just um, let Emmy know if any of that information was helpful, that I think that would be great. Um, so two more things and it's 11, 12 on my end. So that means I remember this Dave Chappelle skit, wrap it up. <laughs> Yo, wrap it up, B. <laughs> yeah. So um, as I personally am a multimodal learner, I really appreciate the things that you've been doing with this podcast. Um, the resources and visuals that you provide in the series, they're just wonderful. I really love the Soul Sanctuary podcast and the Dear Emmy um, series. I love, I love those things. So with regard to this, um, are there any videos or websites that you think would be helpful along the journey to understanding and cultivating sacred relationships in a sacred sex life? So I don't personally offer that type of service or consultation, mm -hmm. um, but I do have a friend who is very similar to me mm -hmm. in integrity as mm -hmm. well as skill. And I think she'd be able to help. Mm. Uh, she does QHHT healing therapy, which that's a okay. Dolores Cannon hypnosis um, healing therapy. And mm -hmm. she also offers a whole bunch of different services. I have never met another person as comfortable in her sexual nature as Charmaine Illenberger. Wow. I, I mean, I've mentioned her so many times in so many live streams. Mm -hmm. um, just a little tidbit on her. Um, she's a nurse mm -hmm. and she, I believe, does life coaching. She does all sorts of different modalities. Mm -hmm. And the reason she comes up in my mind right now is because just the other day, I think it was yesterday, actually, mm -hmm. I'm a friend of hers on Facebook. And I saw her post a picture. It was her mother, her, and her daughter. And her right. daughter, I believe, is a teen. Mm -hmm. And this picture was powerful. Why? Her mother was in her bra. Charmaine, I think, was butt booty naked. And her <laughs> daughter was in, in like a, a bathing suit top. It was from the waist up. But mm -hmm. all three generations were smiling and comfortable in their sexual essence. You know, mm -hmm. and it, it wasn't anything um, perverted. It mm -hmm, wasn't right. anything that was intended to to just be like shock and awe. Mm -hmm. it was a declaration of healing through yes. the essence of self. It was mm -hmm. beautiful. And it's it's really this thing of like, I feel so strongly. If any of you are seeking guidance in that subject matter. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, she would be amazing, an amazing, amazing resource. Wow. So um, she's on Facebook, she's on Instagram, and she has a website. Let me check my notes. Hold on. I know mm -hmm. I have a website somewhere. Here. So I, I have it down from a different live stream. Hold on. There you go. So her name is Charmaine Illenberger. Oops, there you go. And that's her Facebook and her website. Oh, did I not put her website? Hold on. Her website is holding dash 
space.me. Yeah, I've known her for quite some time and um, she has this uncanny ability to make you feel very safe in your own wow. skin. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's She's beautiful. She's the very first person to do um, a hypnosis session with me. Uh, mm. It was basically a past life regression. And um, you know, my higher self doesn't trust many people. Mm-hmm. And I was concerned that I would, I would interfere with, with the results of that session. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just my nature. And mm-hmm. um, she's so full of integrity that what my higher self ended up doing was putting me in a box. Mm. My higher self confined my consciousness mm-hmm. and it spoke to her directly for the rest of the session. Wow. I have no memory of the session. I just remember being shown like this crystal encrusted brattle. Um, it's, it's like a Georgia or whatever mm. it's a Tibetan thing. And I was like, Ooh, that's, that's what I remember. Deep. Yeah. Uh, she has that level of integrity and, mm-hmm. um, from what I've seen through her posts, uh, it's just this beautiful unfoldment of a woman coming into her goddess prime. Mm. it's very very inspirational and it's not just um sexual stuff that Mm -hmm. she would be amazing with Mm -hmm. it's a full recalibration of your perception beautiful yeah she's amazing she's an amazing amazing resource Um, wow possibly one of the only people that i would refer you guys to integrity Uh, if you don't need that type of session she'll flat out tell you yeah, I love that. I really respect that. And it's so interesting that you would say that because I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, seriously, I was thinking about like books or websites, but let me tell you why that's so deep. You went there and I happened to see that very picture just the other day. So I know exactly the picture that you're talking about, you know? It was a beautiful sight to see. I wasn't even looking for that. I was looking for um, someone that I follow on Facebook. I was looking for something that they wrote just the other day. And I happened to see that picture. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so now that you're talking about it, ooh, guys, if you haven't seen that, it's, it's really amazing. So within a matter of 90 minutes or so, Emmy, We have managed to speak on various aspects of um, what sacred sex and sacred relationships are, what they look like, what they feel like. What final thoughts would you like to leave us with? Oh, gosh. Find your courage. Mm. Find your courage to explore yourself, to explore the wilderness that is your heart and your mind. Mm. Find yourself in that wilderness, have no shame, have no fear, and explore. And the more you know yourself, the more you'll know what you want from a sacred partner, someone to be as intimate with physically, as well as intellectually and emotionally. Mm. Um, You know, the issues that we have around the topic of sex have a lot to do with our lack of knowing of who we are, Mm. what we want. Yes. Um, One of the things that I love the most about being in such a long-term monogamous relationship is that I've learned so much about 
what my body likes and doesn't like. Mm. I've learned so much about how another person can know me as intimately mm. as I know myself. Wow. It's a very sacred, sacred thing wow. to know that no matter um, no matter what the activity, no matter the positioning, no matter whatever it is, mm-hmm. gosh, my body, my heart, my soul, and my mind is safe in this man's hands. Whoa, totality, everything. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that applies to our in real life circumstance. Mm-hmm. That applies to our finances. Mm-hmm. That applies to our sexual things. Um, yeah. everything. He would never do things that would disrespect me even overtly. Yes, yes. So you enter into that sacred union. Now my husband's Mm -hmm. not my twin. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be your twin. Mm -hmm. When there is an alignment that occurs between two souls, it becomes this stepladder that takes Mm -hmm. you to higher and higher spaces Mm -hmm. of self, your Mm -hmm. soul. It allows Mm -hmm. for the holding of space for you to heal. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> that is exceptionally exceptional. <laughs> Always. Wow. Guys, can somebody type snip quote in that for me? Because that's a beautiful quote. I want to go back and listen to that again. <laughs> Universal D types and snip quotes. <laughs> Thank you, (laughs) Dee. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So I would just like to thank you very much, Emmy, for the opportunity. I'd like to thank you very much, Soul Fam, for the opportunity. Thank you all so very much. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, Thank you. These questions were very thought-provoking. They were questions that helped me to find my courage. So that was profound. Thank you so much. I mean, I could never have had this conversation at the degree that we've just had alone. Um, Because of that, this is a sacred, intimate connection that we've just developed. That's Um, beautiful. You know, sacred intimacy can go far beyond just a sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. apply it to all the different aspects of our lives, from platonic connections to romantic, to familial, to business, whatever it is. When you begin to learn yourself, you will begin to find the answers have always been within you. you find these answers. You'll begin to be able to more better explore life Mm-hmm. and your intimate side with another person. Wow, that's so deep. Speaking of deep, I am a recurring contributor and I can only imagine how deep you are about to go in that exclusive chat. Yes. So I know you have a few moments left. Do you want to kind of give some potential topics for that TSS exclusive chat? Gosh, you know, what I want to do, um, there were quite a few different topics that I wanted to cover in that mm-hmm. chat. Um, mm-hmm. What I really, really want to do is have quite possibly the most sacred space we've ever had in that chat and mm-hmm. bring all of the participants up. Instead of you just hearing me talk to you, I want to oh. bring you up and I want you to be able to ask me in the most intimate way, looking me in the eyes and me looking at you. Wow. Questions you have about 
sacred sex, about intimate connections. And it's my hope that all of the members come up and talk. We can ask questions. You can share stories. You can Mm. share whatever was the most profound thing that really triggered your growth today. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I can't wait to be on that chat. Can't wait to be on chat. (laughs) Okay. I know I brought you up here to ask me questions. Uh Uh-oh. I would love (laughs) to ask you. Okay. What is the most profound thing that you'll be taking away from this conversation? Whoa. The most profound thing that I will be taking away from this discussion is the realization that my understanding and my embracing of all things sacred has just been expanded exponentially. Um, There are so many things to take away, but I just right now am just basking in the glory of the totality of it all, if that makes sense. It does. It does. And that's how I know the depth of the sacred profoundness you've experienced. Um, when it's truly that deep and that profound for every single human being, it's going to take you a moment to integrate that. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, all of that triggering of the remembrance and the thoughts and the processes that take mm-hmm. time to quantify. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we, ooh, yes. Oh my gosh. I hope you choose to come back and join me again at some point. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I will. And let me share this with you all. I have literally been up for 24 hours. And so just excuse me. (laughs) But you know what? I don't even feel like it. This talk right here. I feel so energized. I feel so good. My eyes don't reflect that. (laughs) But I feel so good. Thank you all so very much. Thank you, Emmy. You look amazing. Thank you, as do you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. So this was an amazing, amazing chat. Um, do you guys want to ask us any questions? Uh, I think we have a few minutes left. We can take maybe two questions or so. If you guys want to quickly ask us something, I'll look at the comments as well and see if there's something that was already asked. Okay. Um, let's see. I see a lot of like, everyone loves you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Love you too, fam. Love you too. I, I appreciate you all. You should probably do like, um, yeah, no, I would love for you to have some type of recurring um, role in, in, in the podcast <laughs> and me evolving podcast as well. Um, not only is your voice, voice ridiculously soothing, um, I love the way your mind functions. I love oh, it. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone thinks you're beautiful and they love you. Hey, I love you too. And you're beautiful too. Girl, don't make me cry. My eyes are already baggy enough. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even see any bags. We don't. Thousands. Like 
If I were the airport, I think get girl baggage claim right now, baggage claim right here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'd be honored to do that. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Universal D says her mind's amazing. Oh, thank you, D. You know I love you. I love all of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll talk to you privately about maybe um, some some different things that we can do to bring you back on because this conversation, I love it. Oh, um, me too. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> all right, we are out of time at this point. Thank you, everyone, and especially thank you ocean lover this thank has you. been an amazing experience i was so worried thank you for you know <laughs> i you guys i messaged her super late last night and i was like hey <laughs> she's, <gonna> <laughs> she's like what yeah um like i just i just knew that i would not be able to find my courage to share what needed to be shared on my own so mm. that. thank you for helping me find my courage and for guiding me in oh, what I should share. That's precious. Thank yeah. you for the same. I don't think I would be so comfortable if it were anyone else but you. And that's the total truth. Same, same, absolutely same. <laughs> um, ooh, Annie says, I have a question. Can I get a recording of Ocean's voice to listen to? <laughs> I have a hard time Interesting. <laughs> Your voice is just absolutely intoxicating. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you, Annie. I love you. You know I'll love you. <laughs> love all of you. <laughs> so, guys, really quick before we go, if you would like to join our exclusive conversations, thank you, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay has just commented the link. I'm going to pin this message. If you'd like to join us for the Soul Sanctuary exclusive podcast, please use the soulsanctuary.love, excuse me, link, um, and it will give you immediate access. Another thing, um, I did post on Facebook and I'll post also here on YouTube. Someone near and dear to me is in an urgent situation. Mm. And his, his name is Michael Zenbrooks on Facebook. And he's needing to raise $300 for a very urgent situation in the next 24 hours and kind of a background story. Um, last night, my soul was just like, oh my God, what's going on with my boo cakes? <laughs> I've known him for a very long time and he's been through quite a bit in life and has done amazing in his self-healing. Mm. And I reached out to him last night and I was just like, hey, boo. <laughs> and that was it. I didn't know why I was messaging. And he answered with, are you okay? Because mm. I never message. And so although he's going through all the things that he's going through, his first concern was to make sure that I was okay. Mm. So the very, very beautiful person. I was like, I'm fine, but my heart is just like missing you and wondering if you're okay. And he shared what's going on. Um, and I was like, okay, what is your PayPal Venmo cash up? <laughs> mm -hmm. And he basically didn't want to tell me. Mm -hmm. um, he's someone who continuously posts 
and encourages and uplifts and helps to encourage healing. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like me, he was like, I don't want to ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know so many of us can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Always the most generous givers, lovers. Mm-hmm that have a hard time asking. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an actual need, an urgent one. Um, mm-hmm. Let me find the post really quick so I can give you guys, um, I can give you guys his info. And that way, um, that way you guys can kind of have it here. Oh, wait, oh, I did the wrong thing. I almost signed out. <laughs> Uh, let me see really quick all right so here it is okay um and i'm gonna post it on where where's the live stream i don't know where it's went oh no um oh yikes Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here. Let me put it in the comments. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay also commented it. <laughs> Lindsay um, is great. I know. She's so mm-hmm. on top of everything. She's on it. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. I adore you. So, I love you, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you can manage even $1, it all adds up. His PayPal mm-hmm. is Zenergistic. His Cash App is dollar sign Zenergistic. Venmo is Zenergistic as well. Okay. And um, he's totally, he has a job. It's just the job hasn't started. It starts in a couple of weeks. And so the time between his job starting and now there is a need. Um, it's only $300, which that's still a lot of money. Uh, he's not looking to be rich or receive more than 300. Um, it's just, he has a very urgent need right now. And and that's all it is. Uh, the timing, the timing. So whatever we can do to help, um, I'm definitely also going to be personally contributing, uh, contributing and, um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to be able to begin realizing that we have the power to change the world by choosing to change the way we function with each yes. other. Yes. It's important. It's really important. Uh, for a while, I stopped sharing people's um, different GoFundMes and whatnot uh, because I had to go through my process of self-healing. And as I return back to the version of me that's most compatible with the work I'm here to do, um, when my heart calls me to, I'm now beginning to share people's needs. Uh, I feel like it's not enough for me to make the donation. Uh, I feel making the donation must always go with sharing about the need. And you guys, the opportunity to choose, to decide, do you have the capacity that the ableness to do mm-hmm. that as well. And we never want to put you in a situation where um, you giving is going to create hardship for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not going to make me feel good. <laughs> that's never going to make me feel good. But if you do have the ability to spare a dollar, $2, $5, it all adds up. It all very much adds up. 
And I find that when I share the people that I'm trying to help, um, that's the first step in creating that sanctuary, that global sanctuary where virtually we have a space where we know we can get help, not because we don't want to do the work, but because life has kind of put us in a position where we need to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. where we need to allow people to know, I am in the process of learning to receive. Yeah. Please help me learn that. Mm. Forever grateful. And he is a type to be forever grateful. He really is. He's a type to be forever grateful. So that's going to be... Um, something that's heavy on my heart until I, I know that his need has been met. And it's, I don't know if he's okay with me sharing what that need is, but it's, it's an actual tangible need. Um, it's not just, Oh, things are hard. Things are rough. No, it's a tangible need. It's an actual bill that is important for his day-to-day -day safety. Yeah. So Whatever you guys can do, I truly appreciate it. And thank you again, Ocean Lover. You're so very welcome. And thank you. Just one question really quickly, because I can't see the chat. Can you please spell that for me for uh, Michael, the um, oh. cash app? Yeah, it's the letter Z, mm -hmm. N, mm -hmm. E, R, G, I, mm -hmm. S, T, I, C. Mm -hmm. And okay. that is for PayPal and Venmo. And on Cash App, it's Zenergistic with a dollar sign at the front. So it's okay. like Energistic, Energistic with a Z in front. Oh, okay. Wonderful. The best to him, the very best to him and his loved ones. And thank you for sharing that. That, that really means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you again. Yeah, no, he's, he is absolutely one of, the most gentle, most loving souls I have ever come across. Mm, mm. There's no expectation of anything from anyone. Mm, beautiful. And it's it's those type of people that we need to protect the most. Not protect from the world, but protect from their own withholding of receiving love. <laughs> so true. So true. A word for many of us. <laughs> right? <Thank> you. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, and that's what you guys have taught me. You guys have taught me that I don't need protection from the world. Mm. I need to be protected from myself, mm. from me never allowing myself to receive. Mm. You know, I was telling him last night that he gives so much to other mm -hmm. people. He's so supportive and so loving. Um, he's like, he's a divine masculine. Mm. He's, he's a total divine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, I, that might be why he popped in my head last night. It was not long after I reached out to you and it was like, Oh, divine masculine. <laughs> and I reached out to him. I'm like, what? Hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, and I, I never reach out. Um, so I, I knew something was up. The fact that I could not, not message him. Mm -hmm. I knew something was up. And he was going to try and be like, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it'll be okay after you let me help. You right, know? right. Or you let all of us show you. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. They are the people who are the healers of our world, are often the ones who refuse to ask for help, mm -hmm. who don't want to inconvenience anyone. Eat. Oh. Yeah. So I hope 
I hope, Ocean Lover, that you are stepping into that healer role (laughs) and allowing yourself to receive more as well. Thank you. Yes, I I am. Thank you. I am. (laughs) Thank you. We better get going. For all of the members of the private ministry, the soulsanctuary.love, I will see you guys in a little bit. The link for our chat today is already in the announcements bar, and I will see you guys. All right, everyone, please give this video a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Turn on that notification bell. Join me when I'm live. I will see you guys again very, very soon.